hey everyone we couldn't help ourselves and we were gonna do kung fu panda this week yes but audrey just saw across the spider-verse and i have now seen it twice this week so we're gonna do a little mini episode because we can't contain the assignment cannot contain the did assignment. i say the assignment and not the excitement i mean that is this is the assignment this we, is the assignment and we, we are excited in for fact, it understand the assignment <laughs> So, so this is going to be spoiler free. Spoiler free. We will not talk about any spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, that's okay. You can still listen to this. And if we say a spoiler, I'm just going to cut it out. So, <laughs> a... so just for safety. So um, where do we want to start with this? <sighs> okay. So I guess, first of all, I really did not do any research about this movie. I watched the trailer and that was it. It's and illegal I was, if like... you did research, by the way. And that's why. The only research you I'm can do just... is watch the movie. I mean, like. I just, yeah, didn't do anything, didn't read any articles, nothing. I was just like, okay, that was a great trailer. I want to go in, see what this is about. Um, my heart. My heart. My heart. I was, again, flabbergasted by the animation. Can we talk about how the animation for this film makes the first one look like a first grader did it? Oh my gosh, I was literally thinking the same thing. I was like, like wow, day. I watched this movie and I'm like, the first movie is like, hmm, peasant. It, it really looks like peasant work. Yes. Comparatively. Peasantry. And that's not to say it wasn't bad, because obviously Into the Spider-Verse is a masterpiece. It was beautiful, but, but like now movie, you have to eat your own words, because this one just one-upped it. They set the bar, and then they're like, you know what, guys? Ha ha ha. Funny, funny, funny. We're gonna not only... We're gonna make the bar so high you can't, te- you know, reach it. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. And that, like, they are the standard now. Sony and Spider-Verse are the standard for quality animation. It was absolutely astounding. Um, Within I definitely... the first 15 minutes, we saw brand new art styles. Brand from, from the new art different style. from what we saw before. Yes, so I mean, and this is not a spoiler, but I definitely want you guys to pay attention to, we get a lot of Gwen at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. which, mm, love Spider-Gwen. And Her I, world is pastels, and it's beautiful. It's it's well, it's some of its pastels, but her world is artsy because mm-hmm. her as a character, she is artsy. She mm-hmm. loves music. She loves dance. She is all about the arts. And like she's still like a tech nerd, but like she's also not but every really. Spider-Man's smart, smart. Every every Spider-Man's smart, but she's smart in like the artsy side mm-hmm. of it. And and they made her world reflect that. It's all like brush strokes and oh, oh my gosh. And her, her world, background would change all her the time. World, especially well, when she, it, would, col- it would change based on her emotions the color in this film as if red and blue wasn't already an icon the iconic color spider-man red and blue is especially important in her world mm-hmm. and and she gets like pastel blue and pastel pink she gets yeah morphs morph morphations morphish i don't know hers or her color palette is morphed what i really enjoyed especially seeing it twice was being able to pay attention more to the color changes because i definitely mm-hmm. you can't not see them the first time you watch it no but this time it was watching how deep the reds went how deep the blues went mm-hmm. how they switched how they took color out mm-hmm. how they literally bled color like when the emotions got higher you saw the color start to bleed down from like, the top really, of the screen it really was, oh. i just this i mean like if we said the first one was a visual feast this one was like a, a not okay first one was a visual smorgasbord mm-hmm. this one is like a visual smorgasbord while doing heavy amounts of hallucinogens <laughs> Like, <laughs> this movie was almost, and I say almost, almost is very important. This movie was almost trippy. Yeah. Like, it it was just dumbed down just enough that, like, I know you said you kind of had a headache watching the movie the first anticipation time. Anticipation was killing like, me. maybe an anticipation headache. But, like, I think if they had handed me any more 
animation any more going on than what they did, I would have had a headache watching it. It was, oh, I can't imagine seeing it in, like, IMAX or something. I don't, did they even the release it The theater I saw it in, of course they did. Well, okay, so the theater I don't want to see it in, in IMAX. Let me just say that right the now. The theater I saw it in was bigger than the one we saw it in today. Much bigger. I wonder and if the that sound had an quality was on... better, too, in the theater I was mm-hmm. in. So that might have had an effect on your headache. Just just putting that out I there. I think it was that. And just literally, I know my blood pressure is high. Like, the whole film, I'm like, <laughs> what's going to happen? You're just like <laughs> freaking out about this movie. And, well, you wait four years for something you've been dreaming of for four years. And you're just finally there. And you're like, Man. how do you like, how it do you was, process all that? It was so good. I also appreciated, like animation wise, I appreciated that they changed Miles' character, that they aged him up. He's yeah. literally... Bulked him up, too. I mean, yeah, they bulked him up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 15, but he's got that little wiry muscle when you're 15 and have, like, mm-hmm. 0% body fat mm-hmm. as a teenage boy. <laughs> so they made sure to change their own animation of their character, even though it would have been easy for them to just drag and drop original Miles from movie one and, mm-hmm. you know, make... Because they already have their work cut out for them with the amount right. of artistry that they threw at this movie could have made it a little bit easier but no they're like nah it's already hard enough let's just go ahead and go for it well what's funny is hold on let me think about this because we have to keep, we got to keep it spoiler free can't can't do spoiler free right so it'd be like things we want audience to pay attention to when they go colors. to see the movie colors obviously um I definitely want people to pay attention to, I mean, we already saw it in the first one, how each Spider-Man was animated a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. We definitely got it with oh, Spider-Man man. Noir, yes. with Spider-Pig, um, but in this one, they take that and they amp it up to 11. Like like we said, they here was the bar and they're like, mm. We're going to make it infinitely taller. And that was, I think, one of the parts of the movie where my brain was just, like, like coming out my ears a little bit was when... (laughs) So this is not a spoiler because the trailer does show that, you know, you get to the... Spider um, Society. Yeah, the the Spider Society. The Spiders of my... And... So that... Those scenes with all of them i really just cannot wait for this movie to come out on any sort of streaming service because i'm gonna buy it immediately for one thing but i need it to come out on any and all streaming services so that i can sit there and just like this watch it frame by frame as i'm sitting in there again not the first time i watched it the second time i watched it i'm like there are small things i noticed this time around that i didn't notice the first time and now i'm like man i gotta go watch the second one i need to watch this one again to see what I didn't catch the second time. I And here's, I'm going to say this. I said this to you last night. I'm going to put this in memoriam, not in memoriam, but I'm going to put this into the universe mm-hmm. on recording. Uh, my my bet is that you will see this movie five times in theaters. I know you say you usually see Marvel movies like about three times in Pre-COVID, theaters. Pre-COVID, it was anywhere between three and five times in yeah, theaters. Yeah, no, I got, I got money on five times in theaters for you on this one. I mean, it's one of those things that it's like, Sure, you can watch it and wait for it to come out, but this, like, or this is a movie you shouldn't. It's so you should not amazing. wait to see this movie when it comes out on TV. I understand wanting to save money, not wanting to save blah blah blah, whatever. But if you really, really mm-hmm. want to get everything you possibly can out of this film and to really truly enjoy all the visuals, all, everything about it, you need to sit in a theater and watch it. You it's really do. meant to be seen. In theaters. Yes, it is meant to be experienced. I mean, literally, they had, um, oh, I'm blanking on that actress's name, but we went to see it um, at an AMC theater. Can mm-hmm. I say that? Yeah. Okay, I don't know if we didn't. They're not sponsoring us. Okay, they're not sponsoring us. They're not sponsoring us. I can say whoever I want. Uh, yes, we went to see it in an AMC theater, and they literally had, I'm, I'm blanking on the actress's name, but they had an actress doing this, like, very dramatic little promo for how seeing a movie in oh, a theater. Um, is, why can I not think of her name? It's Keith Urban's wife. 
Oh, she married Keith Urban? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Nicole Kidman. That's exactly, yes. Okay, so they had Nicole Kidman doing this little promo for why seeing a movie in theaters can be so moving. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I was, like, it was, like, a little bit cheesy. I mean, like, she, she narrated it movies really, are romantic. Really well, but it was. You can't, you can't not love, like, everything about movies and seeing movies is romantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a little bit cheesy, but then, like, watching this movie, I would fully back up everything that she stated in that little promo because seeing things in theaters is different. This, like, I know everyone already knows that I literally, Spider-Verse is, like, favorite films. Bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Bread and butter. It's, I love animation. It is the mm-hmm. pinnacle of filmmaking, in my humblest opinions, kind of. But anyway. I mean, you wouldn't have been able to truly capture this live action. But this is, this is a, this is a movie event. You know how Endgame mm-hmm. was a movie event? Yes. The Spider-Verse trilogy is a movie event. Yes. Because it's going to be a trilogy. Because it's going to be, so we can say that. And At can this we say point, that? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, the the next. So movie. just I was gonna say, just to temper all of your hearts, uh, Sheree didn't tell me going in, but it it's not really a. Uh, you know what? No, 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 no. Never okay, mind. never mind. We're just gonna <laughs> cut all of that because we can't say anything because there's a reason you didn't tell me going in. Oh, what was the thing that you were gonna say to me? I can't tell you the spoiler. Dang it! I'm gonna, oh, I'm so excited to hear this though. Once I'm gonna we stop have recording. to send you the TikTok ha, ha, on all of you. You can't hear it because it has to do with apparently Audrey something I said. said something in our Spider Verse podcast that had some credence to it. Um, I don't think you realize. I don't know if you realize what it was, but when you see it, you'll be like, oh, "I was." You were kind of right. You were kind of right. So I can't wait to show you the TikTok. Uh, the um, writing in this was excellent, excellent. I will say. I'm not going to give you guys any, you know, specific plot points or anything, but as a writer, I saw little writing cues and I called, there were some things that I called from a mile away mm-hmm. and I'm sitting next to Wes and I'm like, oh, babe, and I'm like <laughs> explaining exactly what's going to happen in the next like 20 minutes of the movie to him. And he's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And then it happens and he looks at me and he's like, oh. You were right, but they did it so well. Mm-hmm. They did it so well that Wes missed it. And he's an avid movie watcher, mm-hmm. and he loves Spider-Man, too. Wes really liked this movie, and I would have him on, but he's in the other room watching YouTube, which is mm-hmm. ironic. I know. <laughs> uh, one thing, um, this is a kind of a side note. There's a short scene in here that's all Lego. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. I pulled you aside in the film. Yes. I was like, I really want you to appreciate this. Yes. There is a short, probably 30, 40... 30 to minute, 30 to 60 seconds. It's about like a full minute, yeah. That a 14-year-old animated all by himself. What this kid did was he reanimated the trailer in Lego for Across the Spider-Verse after it came out. Oh. So the director saw it and they're like, hey, child. This is Hey, impressive. child. Can I speak to your parent <laughs> or <impressive>. guardian? <laughs> we want to pay you Holy to crap. edit and, and animate all of this Lego Just sequence. Chuck they paid in a college kid. fund. Thank you very much. College they, is free now. 14-year-old black child, I believe. Hot dog. He, um, he's been animating. His dad, I think, introduced him to, this is from an article, sorry, I don't have it up, but his dad introduced him to a site where he could, um, start animating. I'm gonna say it's Blender, but that doesn't sound right. Hold on, let me check that. So, yes, um, the kid's name, 14-year-old named Preston Mutanga, or Mutanga, not entirely sure. Hmm. He was introduced to a software called Blender by his dad, and that's how he's been animating ever since he was a kid. 14! He's still a kid! Kudos to his dad. Yeah, he's still a kid. Kudos to his dad. So, I mean, he was really thrilled to be able to work on it. And what was really cool was, like, the directors would, like, Skype in with him and be like, hey, how's it going? This is kind of what we want. Can we change this? Can we edit this? And he got his little stuff in. It was great. That's phenomenal. Like, and that's what this movie is, is, like, 
this movie is all about pushing creativity. It's not like this movie is literally like, okay, guys, what do you want to do? And let's make it work in this film. They're just like, hey, do whatever you want. It's going to look great. We're going to make it look great. Do whatever you want. Well, I mean, there's already enough of creative conglomerate going on in this movie anyway. Mm -hmm. So I just... There was, um, no, I can't talk about that. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I want to talk about this, but I can't. Who, hold on. I wanted to know who played the voice of, no, Hobie. Mm. Because I thought it was one person, but it's not. It's the guy from uh, Get Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's David Daniel Kaluuya? Daniel Kaluuya, yeah. Kaluuya? I don't know if there's... It's two I don't syllables. Know. There's two U's. I don't know if it's Kaluuya or Kaluuya. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, one of those ways is probably right. <laughs> Did my best. So, um, are we chopping that part out where you said... You're like, I can't talk about that. Well, I wanted to talk about Hobie, but I don't want to spoil that. It's not really a spoiler. He's just a fantastic He's a character. character. Hobie was fun. So, some of your favorite characters. Or was there anyone new, without a spoiler, that you really enjoyed? I loved Hobie. I definitely loved Hobie. I really am surprised that they didn't have, um, I personally, me, I would have animated him with subtitles. I loved his animation style. I can understand it because I grew up watching British TV with my mother, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure that other people were probably going, what is he saying? And only catching like every third word. Now that I've seen it a second time, I understood him a lot better. Yes. Because you were expecting it. Loved him the first time around, but the second time around, I really appreciate him. That being said, they purposefully do not put in subtitles. Well, I mean, obviously, if you're hearing impaired, they you can watch it in special theater and stuff like that. Right, there's that. But I mean, like, What's like in really John cool, Wick, how they like they animate in specific subtitles mm-hmm. for certain parts. What um, I really enjoy about this film is they don't put in subtitles for all the times they speak Spanish, and they oh, did, did that on that. purpose because we they want more. They want an intimacy for specifically the people who do speak Spanish. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, dude, if I was a, like, a, I mean, like, I, obviously I could catch, like, a few words. I understood mm-hmm. a few things, but, you know, just taking... They also give you some subtext Spanish when, like, someone three. responds back. Right. Like, I understood, like, there was a few words where I was like, okay, I can catch that. I understand what that sentence is. But, yeah, I can imagine, like, man, if I was a Spanish speaker, I would feel so at home mm-hmm. watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because, like, that's that's part of a lot of their everyday lives, like, especially, like... Um, like first generation, like fully American, although she's Dominican Republic, but um, is she Dominican? Puerto Rican. She's Puerto Rican. That's right. He makes a joke about she it. She snaps in, the in Puerto like, Rican. Oh, no, he's... That was one of my favorite <laughs> little moments when she snapped in Puerto Rican. She gets so. I want y'all to watch this because I want everyone to see it. There are like certain little animations of actions that they do in this movie, and one time Miles' mom Rio gets real upset at him, and she, and there's a little Puerto, Puerto Rican animation. <laughs> The Puerto Rican flag comes up. I was oh. like, when I saw that the first time, I died laughing. <laughs> I was like, that is amazing. Absolutely amazing, because I love his mom. Um, I really loved what they, they did with the dynamic of their relationship. Both parents, actually. With both pa- both parents. I was saying, I love the dynamic of, of Miles' parents' relationship to him mm-hmm. changed in this movie. And that's just writing. Like, that's not really spoilers or anything. They... Like we talked about how they aged up his character. They also aged up their relationship with him Mm -hmm. and fully moved him into being a teenager because while he is Spider-Man in this movie, they have some very real 
normal, familiar conversations that like most oh, teenagers yeah. have had with their parents. And these parents have these very normal responses of getting frustrated because they feel like they don't know what their kid is doing and, mm-hmm. and he's not communicating with them and he's withdrawing. And then the parents just wind up being overbearing. And it was normal like, teenage things. Normal All of teenage us went through things. This. And it's like, I feel like they really did a good job with that because with the Spider-Man plus authority figure dynamic, so often that relationship gets played out. Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing. It's like, I really miss you. I want to know what you're doing. Please tell me what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And and Peter or like the Spider-Man is just like, I'm sorry, I... I can't, can't tell you. I can't tell you. I just I just need to be alone or whatever, right? Just brooding hero noises. And that's not what we got in this one. Again, because Miles is not your everyday Spider-Man, mm-hmm. not your average Joe, uh we just they they just went all out with it again and it's and it's so hard to do that with a Spider-Man character to make these those interactions unique and different because we've had so many iterations of spider-man mm-hmm. just in living memory right like just in the past 15 years mm-hmm. like we've had so many so it's so hard to take that storyline and make it at all unique and yeah. they still manage to do it it's beautiful it's so beautiful which that definitely is important because we'll touch on the spider-man overarching canon story mm-hmm. in the movie go see spider-man across the spider-verse 100 mm-hmm. go see it in theaters um I want to say take your kids, but beware. Um, this is a PG-13 movie. There is some swearing. The kids are older, and let's be honest, teenagers swear. Teenagers swear. So it's there are a few, and they are mild, um, but just be aware of that. Cover your little children's ears if you feel so inclined. Um, but it's still it's still a great movie, and it will definitely keep, keep your kids' eyeballs glued to the is screen this for like two film? plus hours. <sighs> Was the first one? No. <laughs> so... Like, Hunchback of Notre Dame wasn't a kid's film for many reasons. Mm-mm. This isn't... Mm-mm. This is a surface level, it's a kid's film. Surface level is a kid's film because it's animated. I mean real surface level. Real surface level. Then you a got a comic book film. And it's about Spider-Man. The next level's comic book film. Mm-hmm. And then everything after that is... This is an art film. Yes. I this agree. is a film to go appreciate and mm-hmm. love and enjoy it as cinema, as art. Cinema. As a piece of history. Cinema, cinema, cinema. Yeah. So, go see it. 100%. Don't bo- I'm just saying, don't don't really bother getting a sitter. Take your kids if you want to. Everybody can watch it. Everybody can enjoy Everyone, it. Everyone, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone absolutely can enjoy this film. Mm-hmm. Yep. Please do. And then message us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, and tell us what you thought. And wait, in a few months, we'll do a whole breakdown of this film after it finally releases and everyone has seen it. And then we can do the spoilers all we want. Miles Morales. And then we can actually take notes and be able to, like, watch this movie frame by frame. Frame good by Lord. frame. I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to sit there and, like, watch it on a computer and just go. There was there were several times in this film where I'm like, man, I wish I could pause and go back and rewatch it. I did. I was literally so like one or mad. two frames, just one or two frames and be like, wow. I was so mad. Great. I was like, I want to be watching this on, like, a giant Amazon Prime screen, so mm-hmm. I can just go boop, pause, right. <laughs> and rewind. So I guess, closing remarks, when you're watching this film, obviously enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be symbolism and things to watch out for as far as storytelling goes, because not all storytelling is through words. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of storytelling is through look. Mm-hmm. Don't tell. Correct. Look, don't tell. Shout, don't tell. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Everybody go see it and tell us what you think. Everyone, have a good weekend. Sorry this one was late. Yeah. Cinematic Pulse out. Peace.